0: listening to Indiana Jones in Character, the podcast that takes a closer look at the artifacts that make up the world of Indiana Jones, backstories, histories, and details about some of our favorite characters. And now, here are this week's hosts of Indiana Jones in Character.
1: Hello and welcome to Indiana Jones in Character.
0: <laughs> that was a great pause. <laughs>
1: people might not know what this is and they might think this is a fucking april fool's joke
0: it's april 2nd my friend
1: so it's not an april fool's joke anymore april fool's was yesterday this is the future this is today
0: this is the future <laughs>
1: <laughs> marty <laughs> <laughs> yeah. dave if i would have known that a fucking virus would have brought this show back i would have created a virus 16 years ago <laughs> see, see, it hasn't been that long <laughs> no well i think it's been five
0: years yeah I th- well, there was a I I look back at it I saw yesterday there was a long <laughs> there was a long period where we didn't do it at all and then we're like let's do it again and we did yeah. Henry Jones jr and it was a good long episode and then never did another one
1: you're right april twenty fourth 2016 was the last one okay holy, holy fuck so my math says
0: that's like four years It's been <laughs> almost four complete years.
1: So, did anyone anyone out there miss us, do you think?
0: Yeah, well, you, there were messages from time to time when you're bringing this back. Um, a lot of people blaming me. Yeah, that's fine. We're back. Yeah, we, we never went. I think I remember seeing what,
1: somewhere, we all love him, Chris Hernandez. Mm hmm. Big fan, huge, huge fan of ours. I don't know. I think someone died, I think, from Indiana Jones. I think this is what it was. It was two tombstones. <laughs> yeah. One of them was whoever the actor was who died, and next to it, he created tombstone that said, "Indiana Jones in character."
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been resurrected.
1: Yeah, just like it's not Easter yet, but it's almost.
0: Oh God! <laughs> it took a pandemic, but Indiana Jones in character is back. Rese- but
1: we don't know for how long. Let's just put that put that out there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, that's true. So I've uh, I've researched the character. I sent you the picture. I put it online, and you instantly knew who this was, right?
1: Uh, yeah, instantly, instantly. It's it was. I can tell you, I can tell you who it was through my. I do impersonations now, Dave. Is that, is that a new part of this show? This is well. This is just this new part of my life. All, all right. right. I actually pretend I'm the person who says the character. <clears throat> Hold on. <clears throat> How
0: was that? (laughs) It sounded like you whispered it, but I heard it.
1: (laughs) I'll say it a little bit louder. (laughs) Was was that good?
0: It was was just spot on. It was was,
1: spot on, and I even have music in the background when I I impersonate stuff.
0: I don't know how you did that. (laughs) But yeah, Indiana Jones in character was really the second in character behind Star Wars in character. If this is the first time you're hearing of this because you listen to Star Wars in character, Indiana Jones in character was not far behind. Because Chris and I love Indiana Jones. I like Indiana Jones way more than I like Star Wars.
1: I heard that today, actually on another podcast.
0: It's the greatest ever. Okay? That's all I'm going to say. And if you if you feel like it, all of the old episodes are at neozaz.com. And uh, you can you, the last one that we did was Henry Jones Jr. It was a long one because he was a major character. But we tried to stick to the pattern of Star Wars and character in doing obscure characters. Correct. And this one falls into that, too. Since Indiana Jones in character, there's been several other in characters. There was uh, the Muppets in character. I think there was a Simpsons in character. There was. Seinfeld in character is back as well. So uh, Going strong. We, the in character um, is alive and well, and now even more complete with Eric, our friend from Britain, doing Mad Max in character. Which I'm
1: loving every episode of it. I think I posted on his page a while ago. I had a memory flashback on Facebook, and he asked me maybe three, four years. Like, when when did Fairy Rogue man? Whatever year that was out. Yeah, okay, was, I don't know. He was like, Chris. Me and you should get together and do this. That was years ago. And then I saw that that memory, and I sent him. Of a, a, I tagged him on Facebook saying, you know, I was your original choice. I'm hurt, and you know he's doing it now with one of his buddies. Yeah, I'm loving the show though. I'm loving. Every episode, he asked, he asked me, which character do I want? And I told him, and I think I'm going to be on that.
0: Okay, we'll be tuning in. So, you've got lots of in-characters to choose from. We thank you for tuning back into Indiana Jones in-character. And Chris? Yes? Today we are going to be talking about Forrestal.
1: Forrestal.
0: Did this scare the crap out of you when you were little?
1: Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. Because yeah. I don't, I mean, I know the whole rumor of the, the end of Raiders, when Marion is in, you know, and you're in that, in that pit, all the snakes and all the scene, all the skeletons, and there's rumors that they were real skeletons that they used. Right. And this one, I doubt it's a real one. But when you're, well, how old what's this? Eighty? What's this? Eighty-one.
0: Eighty-one. We were seven. Yeah,
1: at seven years old, anything fucking looks real to you.
0: Well, we were eight. Yeah, we were eight.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, this, and well you know what was scary? Not that it was on on the spikes, and not that it was there, the fucking head turning
0: looking at you, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does because when you're little, when you see something like that, you might think it he's still alive, but really, yeah. it's just the motion of the spike stopping and the inertia of the head still moving on the corpse.
1: Yeah, and the eyes are looking at you, and is there like a weird scream
0: or like a <gasps> yeah, some kind of weird gasp? Yep, it's expert directing by the greatest director of all time. Oh yes, and that that real body thing you often hear about uh, in Poltergeist too—that uh, that was one of the curse of Poltergeist that when uh, she's in the pool at the end, some of those cadavers were real. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. Still Spielberg Spielberg likes to scare the crap out of his people.
1: Well, that's the thing. I don't mind seeing heads and body parts and arms and legs and guts. When, when you
0: tell me that they're real, all
1: right, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> you that's
0: know? Funny. All right, well, Forrestal is a character so obscure, he has no first name.
1: Oh, he doesn't, yeah.
0: In any research that I've done, I looked at a lot of different things. The only thing I saw was Forrestal. He's not like Bobby Forrestal. There's just <laughs> nothing but Forrestal.
1: What if his name was like Alabama Forrestall, <laughs> okay. like, Indiana Jones. You know, would, every archaeologist was like had like a state's name to it.
0: <laughs> Rhode Island Forrestall. <laughs> <laughs> so he is one of Indy's biggest rivals, and also a professor of archaeology and history at Princeton University. Instead, uh, you deliver there a lot, don't you?
1: Yeah, we we go we go out there once once in a while. Yeah, like I've even seen. Like, um, one of our – Kevin Lyle has been out there or, or something and takes photos of, like, sites of where shit was filmed at in off of Jones.
0: Okay. Yeah, Princeton Princeton is not – how far would you say Princeton is from Quakertown? 40 minutes?
1: If – yeah. I would, okay. I would say, like, 45 – yeah.
0: If that, yeah. We're so close to the, to the Delaware River in different parts of Bucks County that you can get to New Jersey pretty easily from where we are in Princeton – is not far. The last time I was there actually was uh, when Matt was up. The landing site, the fake landing site of the, <laughs> of the War of the Worlds is not too far from there. So Matt, we went and looked and found like this monument and he did some recordings and then because it's Matt and I, we're like okay, what's close closest Beer? brewery? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Triumph Brewing, which is actually in New Hope, uh, has a couple of tap rooms and one of them's right there in Princeton. So I figured you'd probably been there a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He appears briefly in Raiders of the Lost Ark as he was discovered by Indy in the temple of the Chachapoyan warriors in 1936 in Peru. And this is what Chris is talking about. He is really—I was thinking about this. Indy makes a lot of discoveries over four movies. It's really Forrestal is really Indy's first discovery that we see.
1: Yeah, I guess you're, I guess you're true.
0: Yeah. Because upon going in there, he doesn't know what had happened to Forrestal. He finds out pretty quickly.
1: Well, didn't he? He didn't you see, like like he was good. He was very good. Is yeah, that the? Just
0: hang on, because I got a little bit of trivia at the end. That's oh. how we used to ri- wind, wind this show up. And uh, it's
1: been forever. Well, forget you're, everything.
0: You're already on the right track. Okay. Um, but Forrestall started his exp- expedition to find the the fertility idol, just like Indy is In 1935. So at the point when Indy finds him, he's been missing about a year. So when those two guys started in archaeology, they're really they're rivals, but they're also they're also they respect each other. So when they started in archaeology, it was really like a tri-rivalry. It was Indy Forrestal and Belloc. Belloc. They all knew each other. They all kept tabs on each other. They all competed with each other for kind of the same things. Um, Indy and Forrestal were a little more honorable, a lot more honorable about it than Belloc was.
1: Right, right, right. This you're a, you're you're a big sports guy, right, Dave? Yes. This reminds me of like sports players, I guess. They're all on like, like different teams, but they all respect each other and they all like are friendly to
0: one another, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. There was a, there was a, even though they didn't really see each other, there was a camaraderie, I guess. Yeah, at least between Forrestal and Indy. Everybody hates Belloc because he's Belloc. And he eats
1: flies. <laughs> <laughs> he's a fucking walking, he's a walking frog.
0: You know? <laughs> didn't you ask him about that? I did. And he say. said, it's
1: just how it was filmed. It wasn't, he didn't eat no fly. <laughs> but come on, if you paused it. That fly goes in his mouth.
0: <laughs> well, most of this backstory is from the comics and the novels. And I learned this. I, I, this is so weird. And a Facebook game. A Facebook game? Yeah, there's a company called Zynga. Are you familiar with
1: this? I they poker. They have a lot of poker shit online, I think. Okay, yeah.
0: well they also had a Facebook game that you could play called Indiana Jones Adventure World. And some of this comes from this. Like this is what Star Wars and Harry Potter and all these other mythologies have long volumes of backstories. Why is Indiana Jones shat upon to the point where this is what we have to resort for resort to a a, a Facebook game? Yeah,
1: that's, it's like a Club Penguin thing or something. It's dude, it's, exa-
0: it's exactly what it is. It's really for children. They have a little cartoony-looking forest doll, and, oh, look, there's Marion Ravenwood. And nobody cares, like, no kid, I mean, young kid
1: wants to, Indiana Jones doesn't care about this and play with, you know, with their mummies. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
0: know. I just I feel like I know there's been novels and, and – you know that's where some of this comes from, and there there has been a comic, but I don't know why Indiana Jones gets the short end of the stick as far as the depths of its mythology. Because you're right, make, it, it's better than some of this other stuff. I don't like people are just like yeah, those were cute. I it's well, I, like like you said, you prefer the uh, this
1: trilogy or quadrilogy or whatever more than the Star Wars movies, right? Yeah, like what like. Like, why, like, did you think if Indy made nine movies and there was prequels and then there's 20 years later, would you still be on
0: board for this franchise? Maybe if they had made them then or all along, not now. True. Okay. It's was, the same reason that I'm not on board with these old people in Star Wars. I don't want to see old people.
1: Right. It took them forever. Like, like, 89 was Crusade and what was, it's like 2005 or 4 or something like that? Yeah,
0: it was ridiculous. Ridiculous long, Lee long in between.
1: It's almost like like this podcast.
0: All right, continue. <laughs> it's the Indiana Jones pattern.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're just following the pattern.
0: Oh no, that makes me feel bad. We <laughs> fell into the same thing that I was just complaining about. <laughs> Damn it! All right. Well, Indian Forstel's first competition took place in 1930 in Sweden. Both looking for a pagan temple. And in that first competition, Indy wins. He gets wow. there first. That's
1: a no-brainer. That's <laughs> yeah, a no-brainer.
0: <laughs> what Forrestal, And it's funny because everything that I read about Forrestal said that his specialty was more in Central and South America, which is where he ends up, you know, in, in Raiders. But uh, it didn't seem like he was as adept to these other expeditions.
1: Um, did Did he have like a? Like a signature thing? Do you, have, do you have a hat or a whip or anything? Or
0: No. Nope. Nothing like that.
1: Just is, is this? A, I see a photo. This is like his red hair and his mustache?
0: Yeah, and that cartoon. It looks yeah. like a cartoon. That's that Zynga game.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: <laughs> the longest expedition that I could find on him took place in 1934. Forrestal is in Shanghai working for an organization called the Brotherhood of the Eclipse. It's a cool name. These guys are looking for something called the Calendar of the Sun, and the reason they're looking for it is because it can control eclipses.
1: What? What's the power for that? Like, what do you care about an eclipse?
0: I think that it's it's more like a religious, and like pagan um, of importance for that. Like, we don't care about that. Oh, okay. But their culture in Eclipse was a monu- monumental occasion that had historical and religious um, implications.
1: Like, I thought like, they were like, we'll, we'll show them, let's make it dark.
0: <laughs> oh, crap. They got flashlights.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now what? Now
0: what? Uh. So this Brotherhood was trying to be able to control Eclipses, and there was a... It was. It wasn't. They didn't say a map. It was some kind of um, artifact that was in two pieces. You had to find both pieces to be able to put this together and be able to control eclipses. The one piece was a lunar, and the other was a solar component.
1: Okay, that makes sense.
0: So this all, even though he met the guys in Shanghai, this all takes Forrestal back to South America, where he is more suited. He finds a place called the Moon Temple, where the lunar piece is. And when he gets there, there's bodies upon bodies of dead explorers who died in all these booby traps, much like he will one day. Yeah. Shit. Okay. Forrestal is double crossed by this brotherhood and left there to die. Because once he finds this lunar piece, they're like, Food you!
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> they don't need him anymore. He is left there to die, but is rescued. By Indiana Jones, who, who was also on this track and already has the solar piece. So he's already kind of ahead of Forrestal. And, and he has one piece. He's after the second piece already. Exactly. Um, yeah. Indy ends up fighting this brotherhood and gets Forrestal out of there. There's no real end to this, which is another downfall of a lot of Indiana Jones storytelling. Mm-hmm. This isn't a bad story. I couldn't really tell you how it ends. There's no real end. I assume the piece un, pieces end up in a museum. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah, this is, This sounds true. That's safe for everything. Yeah. But Indy has the one piece. They get the other piece back from this brotherhood because they fight them. And that's about it. Dude, so what...
1: I guess... They didn't try it, they didn't say, let's see if this shit works, or they just put it in a museum, I guess.
0: They they didn't say, it doesn't say anything about them trying it, about them mm. doing anything with it, because it's Indiana Jones. And I guess people, even the people that start writing these, they like at some point go, ah, it's Indiana <laughs> it's- Jones. They'll figure out the rest. They'll put the pen and paper down, ah, we're done. Yeah, I don't know. Kind of like this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> He also did some research on El Dorado, the lost city of gold.
1: Oh, okay. Also
0: in South America, uh, good movie. You remember that? The cartoon. It sounds familiar. It's uh, who is this? Kenneth Branagh and Kevin Klein. No, I don't. No, okay. It was uh, early DreamWorks. Good, like worth watching.
1: Based off of this too, of like the golden shit.
0: Yeah, it was these two brothers. Uh, who were I guess partners but also rivals and kind of messing with each other the whole time. It was yeah, it was those two guys, both really talented. I love Kevin Klein. Um, yeah, looking for the Lost City of Gold. The Lost City of Gold is is a go to. In fact, I think the some of the stuff in the end of uh whatchamacallit Crystal Skull, I think some of that is derived from El Dorado. Okay. And I think – I used to get those Indiana Jones choose-your-own-adventure books and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. There may have been one about the Lost City of Gold. I know there was one about – it was called, like, the Lost City of Atlantis. It was Atlantis. King, I Indiana, remember that one. Indiana Jones going for Atlantis. Uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> but when Just, just kid,
1: imagine if they made it into a movie, Dave. Yeah. Just imagine it, that. They
0: could have had Jason Momoa. Uh, (laughs) My man And then in 1935 He starts the expedition That would become his ending Um, The way they both found the temple I found was pretty interesting It's all based on the research of another Archaeologist, an older archaeologist Named McHenry He had discovered The city Technaal. This is very Klingon looking lots of apostrophes, and he, he hit the, the Chachapoyan warriors, he had found their city, and he wrote his memoirs with half of a map to the site that they end up in um, that he put in his memoirs that were kept in the University of Chicago library, which, okay. is, what, which is what Forrestal found. The other half was in his notes found by Indy and Marcus in the basement of the New York City National Museum. So he let he, you, you could find this place, but even finding the maps for this place was another expedition.
1: You need to hire a guy who hires a guy to find this for you.
0: Yeah, kind of. Um, Forrestal had half the map, which he found in Chicago, and Indy and Marcus had the other half, which they found in New York.
1: Do you think Marcus really helped Indy find it?
0: We or did he did, just say, I'll wait here? <laughs> we did the Marcus <laughs> episode a while back. And I remember Marcus, because when we only see Marcus, he's just an old doddering fool. Yeah. Marcus had some skills, I think, when he was younger.
1: But how? Let's be honest. like In Raiders, how old do you think Indy was compared to like Marcus? Like, isn't Marcus, you think, like 20 years older than him, you think?
0: Yeah, Marcus is supposed to be a contemporary of his father. Marcus and Henry Jones Sr. were friends. So Marcus has always been like a surrogate father to Indy.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: Well, with only half of the map, each of them find this place, which shows their skill. That's, yeah. Like, Forrestal did exactly what Indy did to find this place with only half the map. During the expedition, two men were hired by Belloc, who knew about this discovery. This is what Belloc did. He was a cherry picker. He just used to... You know, lie in the weeds and watch what other people are going to do and then come in at the end and swoop in and steal. And, and take wood. credit for it and everything, yeah. Exactly. So that's what was happening here, too. He knew this was going on, and he was letting Indy and Forrestal find all this stuff, in this case Forrestal, and he hired two men to steal Forrestal's half of the map. They did, and they told Belloc that it was useless. Those two men were Satipo and Baranka, the guys that later oh, worked for Indy. That's fucking cool, actually. This was the it, coolest fact, I thought.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It like connects. Like like it's almost like they should have made that into a movie and then end it like Rogue One and then five minutes later it was fucking Raiders. <laughs> that would have been cool. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been cool as shit.
0: Yeah, so those two guys are hired by Belloc, and then they lie to Belloc because they have the map now and they tell them that it's useless. So everybody's double crossing everybody and all these like, things. That's Alfred
1: Molina, right? That's uh, that's yeah. one guy, and the other guy is, is the guy with the gun in the hat. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, like when you when you see raiders, you think they're working for Indy, kind mm-hmm. of thing, even though they want Indy's help to find to find it and then fucking take it. Yes, I got you.
0: But they, at least at one point, were working for Belloc. When they were working for Forrestal, you can assume that they're still working for Belloc. Yeah, yeah, they they still have you know faith in everybody. Yeah. So Indy's got scumbags in his midst. I mean, you see that from the beginning of the movie. They both they both double cross him. Yeah. So I like this kind of stuff, though.
1: Yeah, this is really cool, actually.
0: So Indy has his half of the map going back to his part of this story, the reason that Indy starts is because of some of the stuff that Forrestal had found along the way to the temple. Um, because it wasn't just like the it was Forrestal looking for this one thing, which he was, but along the way he was making discoveries, which is cool. He was finding golden idols and things like that that were showing up back in Indy's world. And Indy knew that these things were being found along the way, so that piqued his interest. Um, Oh, wow. And Marcus actually found out about it and told Indy. Uh, Some of the stuff that he was finding was ending up in this National Museum in New York, and because Indy was seeing this stuff and knew that Forrestal was getting close, he decided to take up the mantle of going for this idol because no one had heard from Forrestal in like a year.
1: So do you think Indy... And he thought he was there somewhere still, or trapped somewhere, or, or at least, or maybe, or dead. Could there. be
0: because he rescued him once before. Yeah, it it wasn't even necessarily a competition thing because I think he knew that Forrestal was at least on the up and up enough that if he did find the stuff, it would end up in museums because that's what happened with the other things he was finding along the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But because he wanted he,
1: to, he wanted to complete the set. <laughs>
0: yeah, but because he was gone so long and he's like get me some money marcus cuz marcus seemed to do that with even the expedition for the ark marcus is like indy doesn't want to deal with bureaucrats
1: yeah he and, has marcus handle all that and the paperwork and the yeah. airline tickets and the and the uber car rentals yeah
0: exactly <laughs> get me some money. get me some funding get me a yeah. ticket and get me out of here cuz he does you know he's a teacher but he'd rather be out in the field right right this is another thing that uh, I, I I like the stuff that happens in between the movies, and uh, this is a good one. After we see what happens, Indy goes in the boulder, the, the idol stolen by Belloc. After mm-hmm. all that, Indy goes back. We never see this. Indy goes back to the Chachapurin Warriors' village and back to the same exact place where the fertility idol was because he has found out there is a second fertility idol oh my god make that a fucking movie right let him go back and get it and keep it this time which he does and when he's there the second time he sees the body once more and it's now bones I mean the skin and stuff that was on it when he saw it
1: earlier
0: it's all just bones now but Indy respected him Oh, he did he take take the skull and
1: put it in the museum
0: <laughs> well it's funny that you said because we're really that that's about all I found about the backstory but um in the behind the scenes stuff they did say that the remains in the spike like what we see was Spielberg's idea it wasn't in the script it was Spielberg's idea and he liked it because he wanted it to be like the kind of things that you would see in rides in Disney world like the jungle cruise and stuff like that yeah, yeah. So he, that,
1: that, That's why he is who he is, Spielberg, you know?
0: Right. So, like, he knew it would be a cool visual. He liked that idea of it. Lawrence Kasdan put it in the first draft, including... I love this. I wish they would have done this. Including Indy removing the body from the spikes and laying him down almost like a proper burial. Oh,
1: Jesus. This has made Raiders better,
0: you know? Yeah, how cool would that have been? Like... Uh, like he he respected him, take him down. Like yeah, like he he was your friend at some point. Now I realize that when they made Raiders of Lost Dark, none of this backstory <laughs> existed. This is true, <laughs> it, but it uh, it would have been a nice little touch. I don't know.
1: Yeah, it would have been nice. He's 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 honoring his
0: friend, you know. Yeah, I I was thinking about this thing because it's a light trap. That's why the spikes happen. He stay, yeah, stay out of the light. and He puts his hand on the light. What if you uh, enter the thing at night? I was just thinking it. <laughs> what if you wait till the sun goes down and then try it? Yeah, like come on, Chachapoyans! Like you're just assuming you're assuming everyone goes in the day. But it's easier to define
1: everything in the day. But sometimes the fucking moonlight has it has like a nice brightness to
0: it. All right, fair enough. Fair enough.
1: But then if you had if you had both pieces of the fucking eclipse bam constant <laughs> darkness You're right bring it all back to the eclipse you know
0: wait, it's a light trap. don't worry I got an eclipse machine
1: yeah exactly I have this and that bam eclipse
0: <laughs> I can go wherever I want Watch out for that dart <laughs> Miss me it's dark
1: <laughs> <clears throat>
0: so that thing was a prop like you said. And uh, it, it freaked the hell out of us when we were a little. Um, yeah, I read that they they had a wrang like an animal wrangler, and he was applying maggots to it every day. I don't remember. I watched the scene again. I don't see any maggots.
1: Yeah, I watched it. I watched it this morning. I didn't see any kind of
0: insects on it. Yeah, Mag- I want I want that job. Maggot to wrangler. Have a bucket of yeah. Have a bucket of maggots. I think you could get that job. I want that job. You'd be like instead of Tiger King, Maggot King. Maggot. <laughs> <laughs> Go now get that me that bucket watch. of maggots over there And I'm gonna kill somebody if they don't watch it
1: That I would watch Binge that shit
0: Maggot King
1: <laughs> Maggot King on Netflix
0: Mag- Boom King <laughs> <laughs> Forrestal is also mentioned In the Lego uh, We played them on the Wii I don't know where yeah, did you is in- he? It has been forever since I played those games Forrestal's in it but he's bones <laughs> 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 that's great. He walks around like a sack of bones. And he is mentioned in one of my all-time favorite things, the Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Spectacular at Walt Disney World. And Chris, I you, was in that. You were in it. I was. How'd that happen?
1: You know, when they asked for when they asked the crowd someone to come down, you know, I just fucking scream my loudest <laughs> scream. And that's what that's what got me on. <laughs> It was cool. It was cool, and you could feel the fucking heat from all the all the shit going on. It was really fun to fun to be a part of and all.
0: No matter Not how as many times, uh, no how, how many times I watch that, I love it the same. It never gets old.
1: Is that still is Is that still open? Or yeah, ch- I think so. Okay,
0: I it's still there. Good. Okay. Yeah, it's I've 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 seen that at least a dozen times, and all, every time try to get on it. Nope, I gotta scream like you. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's my loud, high-piercing scream. You know, they they probably pick me. It's like, all right, shut the fuck up, come down. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so what do they do? They take you down and they put the costume on you, and you had to wear like a turban and a yeah, robe and stuff. Just a
1: robe, and you stand there. You just stand in the crowd, and then once in a while, you let you put your arms up in the air. It's not nothing really major. And then I think I don't think I never saw before. I, I, I think, and then when I was in the crowd, and then you know how there's a person in the crowd that's part of the fucking ride.
0: Yeah, that he gets beat up later.
1: Yeah, and the first time I'm, I'm seeing, him, I'm like, "Holy shit!" Like this poor guy. Like I didn't know it was it was an act, the kind of thing. You know what I mean? It's good. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Marion beats up a guy that's a plant. He's supposed to be part of the studio audience.
1: Yeah. They,
0: and the guy, they, they sell it. It's good. It's really
1: good. It's it's a, it's really it, it it takes you back to it brings you back to a kid almost when you first saw Raiders kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Do you steal anything?
1: For me, pausing to think about it is bad, but I don't think so. <laughs> okay. I could have pictured you like I'm wearing guy. this this turban home on the plane, <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> sir. Your turban? This is my turban. I wore this in. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really? <laughs>
0: and they'll be like, he's the guy that screams really loud. Just let him
1: keep it. Just <laughs> let him take it. He's gonna scream and his ears are gonna bleed. Just, just have him take it. <laughs>
0: All right, well, that's all I have for Forrestal, but I do have a little piece of trivia here for you, and we're going to test your knowledge. Is that what we did? Yeah. It's been so long. It's been been so long. It's been so long. So Forrestal is actually the seventh word spoken by Indiana Jones in the movie. I want you to, to give me Indy's first complete line.
1: I just watched this, I just we just watched the opening of this this morning, and I want to say, because Luke said, he thought he knew that he knew the dialogue. It's when, after Melina and him are going in, and he shows him to the wall, he yep. says,
0: he says... Well, it's before they get inside. He's getting, like, the, he's getting the torches and stuff out of the backpack, and he's, like, manhandling Molina. He's, like, spinning him around, and he's getting the stuff out, and... Now this is the greatest cinematic character in history. What is the very first thing we first ever line? hear him say? Fuck! I just watched this too.
1: It's it's not when he says that's what scares me or that that that's what I'm afraid of.
0: Nope. Okay,
1: it's before that. Oh fuck me, Dave! I don't know. I just saw it.
0: All right, I'm gonna give you most of it, and I'll let you fill in the blank at the end. How about that? Okay.
1: okay all right.
0: He says, "This is it. This is where Forrestal blank."
1: Got spiked in the face. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the I don't know. Like this is where he died, or is this is
1: where he closed. But
0: he says it. He says it in an indie, cool indie way. Okay, go This, ahead. this is it. This is where Forrestall cashed in.
1: Damn! I didn't even know that was his, that's his first dialogue in the movie. It's
0: the first time he talks. Yep. Damn it!
1: His
0: first his first line is this. His first word, I should say.
1: That's, that's, yeah, cool, 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 what made him cool, the whole like, beginning, he's singing. he's just walking around and shit, and he's picking up darts and sucking them and, and, and spitting out the, the,
0: the poison and shit, yeah. Yeah, he picks up the thing, he he drops it to the ground, and after Molina jumps over, and the poison is fresh, three days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the coolest thing he does is, before he even talks, is when Baraka's up behind him and he hears the gun cock, and, and he cocks his head. Yeah, he oh god, it. yeah.
1: Like even there's there's times that that they, yeah these are all great movies and when you see Crystal Skull I think it was even in the trailer whenever you see the see the a a silhouette or a shadow or the side of Indy's face putting the hat on or something it's cool as shit right like anybody else puts on the hat that's fucking stupid if it's Indy and he shakes off the dust and puts it on or or the 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 sunlight shining just on his eyes and his sweaty scruff is there it's just Yep. I'm turning on right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, and that's the way he's introduced to us by Steven Spielberg. You see the back of his head. He cocks his head, whips the guy, shoots, and out of the shadow walks mm-hmm. into the sunlight, and you see his steely glance.
1: And I still can't picture Tom Selleck doing that. I that I don't think he has the same coolness in his face. You no. know? No. And what's weird is that you, you know Tom Selleck for a stash. Yeah. Now... Would he have the stash for Indy, or would he have been clean-shaven and have a scruff? Like, I, I don't want to see Tom Selleck's big blue-blood stash. <laughs> blue-blood. Is, is that the show he's on? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Um, look at me with all sweat on it. <laughs> is that weird to say? No. I'm glad we never had to see that. No. Yeah. Because yeah. it wouldn't have been the same. No. I do you... Th- do you think, for being, you know, whatever, you're you're seven, eight, nine years old, and you're seeing this, and it was Celic. Do you think you would still love it as much as as you did? Because it was Harrison, it was Han. You know what I mean? I don't know. The fact that it was Han
0: Solo just added to it. Yeah, yeah.
1: When, when when to see, it was like almost like you wanted to see Han Solo on like Earth, on our planet, doing something cool kind of thing. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Well, that's all I got, Chris. Dave, this is this is a great. Great time to be quarantined.
0: <laughs>
1: Fantastic time for the COVID-19 virus to be alive.
0: That's You're always looking at the positive. <laughs> yeah, is that positive? <laughs> and uh, we were talking about what we're going to do next. Do you have any ideas? I know. I, I mentioned something about the characters are getting slim. I'll be honest. Well, that was, I mean, all kidding aside, and the show has been gone for a long time. They're really... There, there's there's not a whole lot more to do that has backstory. Sure yeah. there are other characters, but uh if this is not like other mythologies, like I said. You gotta really you gotta really work hard to find anything on these people.
1: Like um right yeah, there's so many so many characters that doesn't have any kind of backstory. We we've done like so many Belloc, Tote,
0: you know, Brody, said it, Dietrich. We did we did people. It's like Well, people go back and listen to those because some of those episodes are really – I shouldn't say some. They're all good. We only pick people with good stories. Right. I don't just want to pick any old random person. So uh, we'll we'll work on it. We'll find another person. I was thinking we could even possibly do an episode of Indiana Jones in pop culture. That's a good one. Like all the places where you see Indy pop up, and I have one in specific – that I really, really want to do, and I'm going to make you watch. I'm not going to spill uh, beans
1: just yet. Okay. Um, I mentioned we could do even, like, maybe weapons or something from the movies. Yeah, we could do his whip. Yeah, we could do his whip. Did we do an episode on the swordsman, the guy? Yep. <laughs> yeah,
0: it was we was one of the first couple I looked back. It's been for we another. did the Cairo swordsman, and we also did one that was just the Pat Roach character. So we actually kind of did that one twice.
1: Did we do Dana Aykroyd's character? Yeah, we did, huh?
0: Yeah.
1: We yep. right <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll find. We'll find. You know, and it's worth the wait. If it's another five years, you're welcome.
0: <laughs> the new movie could be out by then.
1: <laughs> See, then we have new characters. See, so we're just hanging on until part five comes out, you know. But are the
0: characters you out? really want to do? Because I'm sure there are people in Crystal Skull that we could do. We could do Kate Blanchett's character. Do you really want to do that? <laughs> I mean, I'll be on with you. <laughs> All right. We I did, don't know if you... we did we did characters from that. We did uh, Antonin Dvatchnikovich. The that was a good one. The Russian, you know, soldier guy. We did uh, Oxley. We did Mutt Williams.
1: Yeah. Like what else? What else is there? Did we do Professor Oakley? John Hurt. Oxley, Yeah. Okay, you said that. Yeah. How well, about the guy? Who played played the Russian? <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a bunch of Russian soldiers. Just just pick one, Dave.
0: All right, we will find something else. We, we will not make this a one and done. Uh, Come back. How about that? That's that's. I'm that, um, trust me. I am excited already. Okay. Well, then take us on out, Chris.
1: Well, Indiana Jones is, is, in character is like a bad penny. <laughs> We're always going to turn up somewhere. So thanks for listening, and we'll see you again on our next episode. Coming sooner than this one did.
0: (laughs) Thanks for listening to Indiana Jones in Character. Indiana Jones in Character is part of the NeoZaz.com podcast network. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, visit www.neozaz.com. The Indiana Jones in Character podcast is not endorsed by nor affiliated with Lucasfilm Limited. All Indiana Jones characters, places, and situations are copyright Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. Visit neozaz.com for the latest Indiana Jones in Character episodes and information.